0: Doricus is proudly in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, committed to bringing literacy to all. To learn more or to find ways to support, please visit alnf.org. like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, water and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging.
1: Welcome to episode three of season two of Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music and sound. I'm Verity, And this week we have a yarn from lockdown. Ten-year-old Daniel and his five-year-old sister Naya had been stuck inside in Melbourne for a long time. He used his story to transport us to a magical place full of rainbows and fluffy space monsters. And just like Bethany from last week, he used a portal to get there. My co-host Amelia had also been in lockdown in Melbourne and loved her Zoom chat with Daniel about his unique ideas, his love of colour and his interesting concepts for sound design.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm 10 years old. My sister's name is Naya, and she's five years old. And she helped you write it? Um, she helped me with some of the ideas. What we always want to know,
2: Daniel, is where you got your idea for this story.
0: So my sister has a toy called Rufy, who looks like a rainbow-coloured space monster. And... Naya wanted Rufy to be in the story so I worked out a way for it to be incorporated and I changed it so that they're actually made of rainbows. There's a lot of stuff about colour in this story isn't there? You're
2: always describing rainbows but you're also talking about cobalt blue and all these other sorts of things. Do you feel like the colours in the toy inspired some of the story?
0: Yeah I think so. I thought of some strange colours that didn't seem like it like um natural colours for the world. So I use like the cobalt blue and the red ground and stuff. Tell me why do you think
2: people or kids or everyone really likes stories about different worlds?
0: I think we like it because we get to have a change from the normal lifestyle from lockdown, that we get to have a change and from the lifestyle and we can have magical creatures and all sorts of stuff from our
2: imaginations. Tell me about the two settings. We've got boring old lockdown house and then we've got this new place that they go through, through the portal. Can you tell me a bit about the portal before we get there? Why did you put a portal in there?
0: Well, lots of fantasy that I read and Dungeons and Dragons, which I really like playing, include multiple worlds and portals to travel between them, like in His Dark Materials there are lots of portals and I think they call them windows or something. So so I wanted I wanted to put portals in there, but for this story, I thought I might mix it up and make them able to move around and go from place to place. It's sort of a really quick way f- to get from one setting
2: to a completely different world, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. rather than having just a, a really long trek and then... Like I'm making the readers sort of tune out a bit because it's not as interesting. What kind of music and sound effects
2: can can you hear as we're going, as you're going along and writing it?
0: Maybe I, I thought of, for example, like lockdown, probably just normal everyday sounds. And for when they when they meet Roofy, maybe sort of abstract, blinky plonky music. And maybe for the for the final bit when they're raining, maybe sort of thunderstorm sounds. Great. Can you tell me a little bit more about what Plinky Plonky music means? Like this. <laughs> um, well, um, there's an app called Bloom, which my dad has, where you basically tap on the screen and it plays a note. And if you tap down at the bottom of the screen, it plays a low note. And if you tap at the top, it plays a high note. And so if you just tap all over it, it, ma- it makes an abstract sort of repeating tune sort of. And tell me how you feel when you're writing. When I'm writing I'm quite ambitious so I like to put a lot of detail in there which is a problem with school when you have to write a story in a week and finish it um, which is why I have so many cliffhangers in my story.
1: Multi-talented actor, singer and composer Eddie Perfect lent his versatile voice to Daniel's quirky planet And all of the strange creatures who live there.
3: A Not So Ordinary Day in Lockdown by Daniel. Once upon a time, there was a brother and sister who lived in Melbourne. The year was 2020, and everyone was in lockdown for months and months and months. Naya and Daniel were bored. They were outside one day when something peculiar happened. They were looking across the road at a cat perched in a tree. A car whizzed past, and the cat was gone. Maybe it jumped through a magical portal that teleported it to another planet, suggested five-year-old Naya. Don't be silly, said Daniel, who was ten. There's no such thing as portals. But what about that one, insisted Naya. What port... Daniel followed Naya's pointing finger to a swirling circle of blue, green and purple floating in the air, emanating weird, unearthly light. That magic portal, doofus, smiled Naya. Let's see where it takes us. Um, yeah, okay, can't hurt. They stepped through the portal. They spun around really fast and fell on the ground with a thump. After a lot of groaning and rubbing, they stood up and looked around in amazement. The sun and sky were a strange cobalt blue. The ground was red and rocky. There was no sign of water or life at all. It looked pretty bleak, so they decided to go back home. But when Naya turned around, the portal had vanished. No! They cried. Then Daniel realized something. Hey, Naya! exclaimed Daniel. (gasps) We can breathe! Yeah, whatever. I'm bored. Let's go exploring, said Naya. Okay, let's see if we can find another portal. Or that cat, said Daniel. They walked around and suddenly realized how hungry they were. Then they heard a strange voice in their heads, one that wasn't theirs. It said, I have food. Would you like some? Someone was reading their minds. Who's there? They asked, but nobody answered. Squinting into the haze, they saw a pair of frightened, rainbow-coloured eyes. Finally, the creature showed itself, and it was made of rainbows. He told them, in their heads, that his name was Rufy, and that he meant no harm. Okie dokie, said Naya. Rufy gave them some food. It just looked like colourful rock. But it tasted like cheesy toast and the kids were instantly full. They asked if Rufy knew where the portal was. He said that the portals were mischievous things appearing one minute, gone the next. But Rufy knew a friend that knew how to capture them and keep them in one place. He said she lived in the mountains. Let's go, said Naya. Rufy packed some food and off they went, walking over the dusty ground and enduring the hot blue sun until they were finally at the mountains. "'That's where my friend lives,' said Rufy telepathically. "'Climb up to that cave and she'll conjure a portal for you to travel home.'" Naya and Daniel climbed up to a cave in the mountain face, It started raining, which made things slippery, but they kept going. Once they were inside the cave, they found a pile of the rainbow food, but no rainbow creature. They called out. Nobody was there. They waited despairingly. But when the rain stopped, they heard another voice in their heads. Were you calling out for me? We blink out of existence when it's cloudy, but it's sunny now, so what's up? Uh, can you just conjure us a portal, please? asked the children. Sure, I just need to cast the spell. Wait a sec. Soon, right before their eyes, appeared the same portal that had transported them to the planet. They jumped through, and finally, they were home safe. The end.
2: That's the end of our time with Daniel and Rufy the Space Monster. Do you have a favourite toy at home that could be a creature in one of your stories? What would they sound like? Would they be allies or villains? Stay tuned for next week when Benjamin Law narrates Victoria's story about her missing cat. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Cristo, and Verity Hunt-Ballard in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. It's produced by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to Eddie Perfect, our wonderful author Daniel, and a special mention to his sister Naya for her contributions. Until next week, thanks for listening, and remember, there are so many ways to be a Story Kid.